When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to the second part of this no-game post-game show uh, with myself, Jeff Hartman, Dave Schofield, and Brian Anthony Davis. We were kind of talking about after this weekend, letting the the Steelers loss on Thursday night kind of, you know, linger a little bit if it's changed anything. Well, let's talk about this. Uh, Connor Eddy brings us, gives us $1.99. We appreciate that. He said, is Claypool going to be a problem in the future? Chase Claypool has gotten, I mean, he's been through the ringer. He, whether it's Tony Dungy, putting together clips of Larry Fitzgerald and how he places the ball in, in the final two minutes compared to, um, you know, what he did, Claypool did. Is this guy going to be a problem in the future? Because I'm going to be honest, before I throw it to you all, my biggest issue was not what happened at the end of the game. It was the stupid personal foul. Like, he cannot get that out of his system. And where he had to, you know, push the guy's helmet. Like, that's the crap that you are you going to learn or listen because you've already been benched once. He's been fined a couple times already this season. Brian, I'll throw it to you. Is this going to be a problem in the future, or is this something that can be fixed? It's definitely something that can be fixed. If the team makes a positive effort to try to fix it, if Chase Claypool is one that will try to learn from this. I mean, he came out the post the post-game conference. I have to be better better. Is that just lip service or now that all eyes are on him? And I mean, that's a primetime game. All eyes are on this guy. And you're now in a situation where, man, that was egregious. That was really bad. What you just said, Jeff, he went ahead and that personal foul was ridiculous. And we saw it right away. And you knew that there wasn't going to be a chance. If players know that they could rile this guy up now, defenders, then man, it's going to keep happening if he doesn't buckle it down. So they really need to have heart to hearts with this guy and just say, look, I get it. You're a passionate player. You can't do that stuff. Now I want to go to the play at the end of the game. Cause I'm still, I'm upset about the play at the end of the game too, because that is not taking team first. That is celebrating when there's a mission. So that means that he's on a different page. Now, I do want to bring somebody else who we have no, somebody else up that we have no issue with. And that's Najee Harris. And I love the fact that Najee Harris and Pat Fryermuth in situations when they're down, they get a touchdown, they're just, they're not celebrating. 
and they're, they did that. Uh, Frymuth did it back in the Cincinnati game. Najee did it here. But Najee also, in the Lions game, was not aware that you go to overtime. So the only reason I'm bringing that up is there's still a transition with some of these young guys that aren't in certain situations. And Chase might have thought that he – Chase might have thought there was a timeout there. He, I mean, not a timeout that – the clock was stopped. You never know. It was just ridiculous. And they need to be reminded of these certain things. And when they're practicing that two minute drill, they need to be practicing with no timeouts. And I'm sure they are, but they need to continue to be reminded of this. When I see a guy like Trey Turner run and try to rip it out of his hands and say, come on, that's a veteran move. So the Veterans could not, they, they cannot distance themselves from these guys. They've got to continue to put their arms around shoulders and say, that's not how we do it in the NFL. Dave, what are your thoughts on Claypool? Is it he going to be a problem in the future? Uh, I think Brian brought up a really good issue is that if, if, if teams know that there's a player that you can get, you can get in their head, they're going to get in your head. If they know they can get you riled up, they're going to get you riled up. So he's kind of put a, a target on him now with the things that he's done, because trust me, it is not just Steeler fans that are talking about Chase Claypool signaling for the first down. You were seeing this across multiple fan bases, taking a shot at him. And if, if he just really wants to blow it off, like it was no big deal, then that shows you, he just doesn't get it. You either need to realize that, you know, um, maybe it's maybe it's only the Canadians that think it's okay to to, to celebrate because every everyone else I'm, I'm just throwing it out the meeting everybody knows that it's that you don't do that in that situation and not only you know I could understand if you just say I had a mental lapse but it seemed like he didn't even back off that he did anything wrong you know and that's the that's the bigger concern with him going forward and and if he can't identify that then he is going to be someone who can never really help your team to be the type of team that they need to be. To, to, and I agree with everything you all said. And to add on to that, the question which was asked by Connor Eddie, I believe is what it was, is that he's he going to be a problem in the future? Um, as of right now, history says that, yes, he is. Yeah. Based on the fact that he has been fined two times already this season for, for, for personal foul penalties, he continues to have those issues. Tomlin benched him in a game, did not matter. Benched him again on Thursday night, did he not? Did not matter. And this tells me that those actions are not working. So unless the Steelers are going to start docking his pay personally or suspending him personally, it comes down to the fact that this team and this organization is going to have a tough decision to make. He does perform, and people say he's an underperformer. He's still, I mean, he had a tremendous game on field. Thursday night led the team and receiving, I believe nine catches, I think, or 93 yards. I don't know if he had nine catches, but he had 93 yards. I think that was the eight, the eight. leading, what eight catches. Okay. Yes. So it's one of those, you have to walk that fine line between problem and worth the problem. Look at Antonio Brown as a perfect example. He was a problem, but he was worth the problem because what he did on game day was unparalleled during that stretch with Ben Roethlisberger. You have to ask yourself, is it worth the problem? Brian, is it worth the problem? Absolutely, it's worth the problem. And you continue to try to make it better. I'm sure that there is, 
there is some calm reasoning in there. I look when they drafted this guy, he was considered at that point considered a high pick as far as integrity going. He was he was supposed to be a guy that everybody is look look we're not going to have a problem with this guy, and comes with the pros some things change a little bit. It's you know now you're a uh, in the in the pros you're you're a big fish now on the team and sometimes you think you get away with it. We saw Ben Roethlisberger do a lot of maturing where he had a lot of teammates, you know, shaking his head of some of his antics and, and his attitude. And now when this is getting into game situations, the team has a chance to help him along with this. Don't give up on the guy, but he's worth a problem right now, just like Antonio Brown was until it got really weird. It got really weird really fast with Anthony Brown. <laughs> Ronald Ocean. Dave, what do you think about uh, Chase Claypool? Is this going to be – I mean, think about is it worth the problem? Is it worth the headache? Or do you cut ties with this kid and try to trade him? Someone There's someone that would trade mm-hmm. for him, I'm sure. And what, what are your thoughts? What would you do? I don't think that he's a lost cause. I think he's a work in progress. That's and I point. think it's going to really take some work there, but – he's just got to understand that the direction in which he's going now is the wrong direction. It's kind of, kind of like what, you know, I talk about last year with the Steelers, they were trending in the wrong direction to finish out the season. You want to be trending in that right direction, rolling into the postseason. He is trending in the wrong direction with these type of things um, that you're dealing with. Remember, Jeff, you're the one who, who reminded us of this. He's the one that got, you know, busted up by Minka Fitzpatrick and and was that in training camp or, or what? That was right before the season started. Yeah. So um that obviously, you know, and, and Mink is not the kind doesn't seem to be the kind of guy that just goes after people. So that seems to tell you that he beat, he beat the crap out of that guy. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, let, let, let me just say it now because it's it's kind of water under the well not water under the bridge. Chase Claypool had him so angry that he literally threw him on the ground and he did something stupid and meaning punching him in a hell in, in the helmet, but he was literally just laying the lumber on chase Claypool until he got broken up and Claypool gets up and has the, the nerve to run his mouth more and start drawing a TJ Watt on the sideline, which tells me that he's going in the wrong direction. There's, there's, there's more issues. If you're going to keep having that, there's more there than what we see for all we know. This is what, for Trey Turner to run over to Claypool, right? I mean, he was heading towards him as he was tackled because it was almost like he expected him to not take care of the ball. It's almost like they knew he wasn't going to do what he was supposed to do, and he was already headed in that direction. That There might be a lot more than meets the eye here. Um, we're just – we might never – know the, the whole story for quite some time. Like we didn't know a lot of this junk that went on with Antonio Brown until it all fell apart. So, you know, we'll, we'll see how it plays out, but I'm, I'm not saying that I think the Steelers should do this or shouldn't do that. I'm not saying he's a lost cause, but I'm also not saying that if they choose that, Hey, some, someone would like him and we can get someone else in here. Maybe we can get a pick for him. I wouldn't be surprised if they did that either. Um, it would just tell us more of the story that we don't know right now. His stock has never been lower, though. That's yeah. <laughs> His stock has never been lower. But it's a situation where you're looking at it and you're saying, geez, hey, this guy, you're right, Trey Turner. I mean, I've seen that video on Twitter so many times. It's like the Zapruder film, you know, with, mm-hmm. with the JFK assassination where you're like, oh, my gosh, 
So then you throw in like the Vikings player. Who is it? Hend- Kendricks that supposedly so. hits the ball out of the hands, which they're like fans are like that should be a penalty and Turner. And then Claypool's yelling at Turner. I mean, what is going on? So someone brought this up in the live chat. I want to throw it over to Brian asking this question. Does this, is this a reflection? Is this a mirror image of what the Steelers locker room is right now and the culture that has been created or what do we want to say destroyed uh, so far in this 2021 season? I think there has got to be a huge chasm in that locker room with 53 guys going in different directions, or let's just say 26 and a half guys going in different directions. I have a feeling there's clicks. I have a feeling that it's not all kumbaya the way that you kind of want it. I think that they're more fellow employees than teammates if there's a reflection of what I see here. Now, do guys have each other's backs? Some might and some might not. But right now... The high character guy that was Claypool in college is not showing up in the NFL. And like Dave said, like I said, we're not ready to give up on the guy, but there might be some distance in that. And we saw that happen with Ronald Ocean, with Mr. Richard Gummies, with whatever you want to call him, with all those different. All <laughs> Mr. That Big Chest. Mr. Big Chest. Mr. Yeah. Big Chest. I forgot about Mr. Big Chest. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, I go back to uh, Mr. Big Chest, Antonio Brown, and I think. My gosh, Troy Polamalu wanted to kill you. If you make Troy Polamalu mad at you enough to want to put a bounty on your head, a bounty on his own teammate in practice, you know, Whoa, that's wait, a what? This is what, 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 I don't yeah, know what no you're talking about here. You a never heard bounty? that story. It was, it wasn't a money bounty, but it, so the story goes that Ryan Clark and, uh, Ryan Clark said to Troy, let me take care of him because he was insulting and going after Dick LeBeau in practice. I don't know what year this was, but Troy Polamalu was so mad. He wanted the defense to go after him and take him out in practice. And that's a story that's gone around forever. Is it, is it legend? I don't know. I'm surprised you guys don't know about it, but I know, know. I know Tony Tony and Shannon, I think we were talking about it the other night. I mean, this is something that's been, that was going around. I don't know whether it was a, whether it was in the book or not, but there, there was a situation where Troy was that mad at Antonio Brown because he was that much of a problem. And we just didn't know about it on the outside. Uh, Dave, what do you think? I go back to something that, uh, that, that Ryan Clark said since Brian brought it up about how, you know, he always said when it came to a B don't pay that guy because how the money changes people and, and you got to remember this these these are these are young guys that you know they people knew who they were and everything in college but now you put them as professionals you give them a, the paycheck and everything else is it is it going to make what ryan clark was saying is like it's just going to take who you are and the the bad it's the good things about you it could make better but the bad things about you it can make worse and that's something that you also have to remember here um, going forward that the Steelers are going to have to evaluate. Mm-hmm. I mean, man, if you take a guy that was known as a high character guy and then you're having problems with him, I mean, it's not like I don't think they did their due diligence. It's just, man, it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, the fact that we're having these conversations, then you throw on the fact that they they can't stop the run. I mean, Dave, when was it? It wasn't like week six or seven. They were still a top ten rush defense. Oh yeah, they now were. They're in, like, they're in like the bottom 
five of the NFL. I think yeah. I, I did it for let's ride for Monday. They have given up. They average one thirty nine point five now per game on the ground, giving up like that's mm. astounding. Remember back in the days where they didn't give up a hundred yards in a season. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe like once yeah. in those early 2000 defenses. It's, it's a long way from that. So, all right, uh, let's, let's finish. We didn't want the show to be really long. Let's finish it up with uh, what we think heading into this week, week 15. What are your thoughts um, about the team? I'm going to go as far as to say, I think this is the week that Joe Hayden might return. If in my opinion, if he doesn't return this week, he might as well be done for the season. Um, I just feel like he's missed practice after it was before the Bengals game that, you know, you had him practicing in a limited fashion. Everyone thought he might be back. He was questionable, then downgraded out, has not practiced since. So that might be something to keep an eye on, uh, in which case you'd have to decipher what do you want to do with Akella Witherspoon who's coming off a two-interception game in Cam Sutton. Might be a good problem to have. Um, also, I think this might be a week that you see um, if Zach Banner is going to come in. I'm not sure. I think it, I'm beyond the point of thinking he's some godsend that's going to save the, the Steelers and the offensive line. But, Brian, what about you? What are your thoughts about this team heading into this Week 15 game? Is it a 1 o'clock kick at, against Tennessee, Dave? Yes? Yes, it is. He's going to be there. He's going to be there. Yes, that's why I, I asked. All right, Brian, go ahead. Boy, we were really afraid this was going to be moved to Sunday night, and I'm so glad it wasn't. I know Dave's glad it wasn't. Yeah. Because that's a long ride home in December. But I have to say this. With Derrick Henry out, I expect the Tennessee Titans to be more susceptible. I know they, they still won a lot of games with him out. I just feel like that's not a guy that could shred the Steelers as much. Now, they have other capable running backs there, but I'm really looking at this as something even more. I'm looking at this as the game. I'm looking at this as December 11th, 2005. And what I'm looking at is, all right, there's no margin for error. Dave Schofield said that earlier in the show. I look at it as this is it, boys. I I I can I can see Apollo Creed saying in the 15th round of the first Rocky movie, this is it, man. And they go in and they just knock them out. And I think this could actually be a signature win if they get their family business together. And that's all it's going to take. They clean up that locker room, they can clean up that game at home and play well now look it's not it's just it's not definite but i really think that this is a game that they can go in and they could make some kind of statement that we're not done yet dave what about you thoughts about this upcoming week uh well you've you've got to just take care of your own business that's what you've got to do you're you're playing a four game season if you can do everything that you can to finish out strong, you're giving yourself a really good opportunity. Like I said, I would rather have a Steelers team win their final four games and squeak into the playoffs than have one that wins 11 straight to start the season and barely gets in, um, if you know what I mean. But they have to step up to do that. The AFC North is not is it's I, it's still wide open. I mean, the 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 Ravens are going to be in the lead at eight and five, and Cincinnati's either going to be at the time we're recording this, they're either going to be eight and five or seven and six. Cleveland's seven and six, and the Steelers are six six and one. But then you got to look at the who those teams are still playing. Like Baltimore, they are at home three of their last four. 
but the but the teams that are playing are the Packers, the Bengals, the Rams, the Steelers. Okay, that's that's some interesting games there. Then you look at at the at the Bengals. They have to play the Broncos, the Ravens, the Chiefs, and the Browns. <laughs> okay, then you then you look at. I'm still trying to 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 bring them all up one at a time. Um, we we know who the Steelers play because they've got. Uh, Tennessee, Kansas City, uh, Cleveland, and um, Baltimore. But and then the Browns, they have the the Raiders, the Packers, the Steelers, and the Bengals. All of these four teams have games that are going to be tough games. It's going to be who can come out and and put it together to finish out this season. And that's who's going to take home the North. Nobody's out of it. The Steelers just have the hardest road ahead because they're the furthest one behind by a half a game. So you're you're not out of it, but if you don't show up to play, then it's not going to matter. There's a lot of football left. It's only four games, but that's a lot of time. And uh, the only thing I'm going to say, and I say this multiple times every season, just enjoy the final four games. Like whatever happens, we'll we'll be sitting here at the season's end at some point, and we're going to say, gosh, where did the season go? But we all have that forward-thinking mindset. Well, there's next week. Who they play next week? Who they play next? Well, eventually it's going to be over. And then we're going to start the NFL draft crap, and that's endless almost. And free, free agency is going to be bigger is, than that, I think. Free agency yeah. is going to be huge based on the Steelers probably going to have mm-hmm. some cap space for once to be able to kind of be buyers. So just enjoy maybe. the last year, maybe. Just enjoy <laughs> the last four weeks of this season. We'll deal with all that stuff afterwards. But this season is going to be over. And if it's Ben Roethlisberger's last season, then you want to see the last four games of it and just enjoy it because we've seen what it's like without him. You might want to enjoy it. So take that for what it's worth. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks for taking the time. Um, just want to say one last time, I think I speak for Dave and Brian. Rest in peace, Dennis. If you're joining us late, we announced in the early portions that our friend Dennis Sheridan, longtime listener of our podcast and uh, YouTube live chat participant, passed away last Sunday um, at his home peacefully. So uh, rest in peace to Dennis. Um, want to make sure that uh, – that is said. So guys, any last thoughts, Dave or Brian on, on that? No, you're, you summed it up. Great. You got it. Okay. Thank you all for taking the time and we will see you all throughout the week in our podcast. The three of us will be back on the preview on Thursday night. So make sure you check that out behind the steel curtain.com should be your one-stop shop for all things, Pittsburgh Steelers, wherever you get your podcasts or Steelers or behind the steel curtain, subscribe, follow whatever the platform indicates so that you don't miss a thing. We will see you all later. Go Steelers. Take it easy. Oh, how it rips me below.